Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. It's Friday, July 21st. I'm Brian Dean Wright, former CIA operations officer, and this is The Wright Report. Hey, good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The Right Report, your daily news podcast. I've got three briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First up, there are renewed calls for the resignation of Joe Biden this morning, all because of an FBI informant who suggests that Mr. Biden has engaged in acts of corruption. Second, New York City is passing out flyers on the U.S.-Mexico border this morning, telling migrants, do not come to our city. Third, Japanese police are embracing AI technology that will help them predict crime and arrest the would-be criminals. We will discuss that, plus how U.S. police are using something similar, too. Later, we close out the podcast with some good news, and it has to do with the right report. But first, let's get to our top story of the morning. There are growing calls for Joe Biden to resign the presidency this morning, mostly from Republicans all because of a U.S. senator who yesterday released an FBI document that alleges Mr. Biden engaged in acts of corruption. It's a document that I briefed you about back on May 31st and again on June 6th, but to refresh our memories, the FBI had a confidential human source that had been meeting with the CEO of a Ukrainian energy company called Burisma Holdings. So those meetings ran from the year 2015 to at least the year 2020, with most of that time, Hunter Biden serving on the board of directors. Well, over the years, the CEO revealed to this FBI source two critical things. First, that Hunter Biden was put on the board of Burisma to help them stop outside investigations by Ukrainian prosecutors who were looking into the company's affairs. And Hunter said that he could help out with that by involving his father, Joe Biden, getting the senior Biden to use his position as current or former vice president to protect Burisma from scrutiny. Second, the FBI source said that this Ukrainian company agreed to give both Hunter and Joe Biden $5 million apiece for providing that protection. In other words, the Bidens would use Joe's official position to change or alter U.S. policy, all in exchange for cash, which of course is highly illegal. Regardless, the FBI informant relayed this information over a number of years to FBI special agents, who documented it all in something called an FD-1023. It's a, a formal memo, basically, that is drafted up by a special agent after he or she meets with their source, all to confirm what was discussed, plus clarify any follow-up tasking. Now, I should say that the information in these FD-1023s can sometimes be accurate, sometimes not, or a mix of the two. That's why you hear some folks refer to this document as either just a, a tip or unverified accusations. Well, either way, yesterday, Senator Chuck Grassley, who is a Republican of Iowa, he released this FD-1023 on Twitter for everybody to see, even though it was previously classified. Well, that decision by Senator Grassley, well, it absolutely infuriated the FBI. 
And they said, quote, we have repeatedly explained to Congress how critical it is to keep this source information confidential. Today's release of the 1023 at minimum unnecessarily risks the safety of a confidential source, end quote. And that is actually pretty darn important, but not for the reasons some might think. What it says is that the FBI still views that source as both credible and important. Obviously very important to protect. And that is vital to remember as we think about the credibility of the accusation that this individual levied against the Bidens. And that's actually why I'm bringing this news to you. When Senator Grassley tweeted out that 1023 form, he said something very important that, frankly, I think we need to consider. And that is this, quote, what did the FBI do to investigate the source's information, end quote. Well, as of this morning, that's unclear. The senator and his colleague in the House, Representative James Comer, have been asking for the FBI and the Department of Justice to answer that question. But so far, they have not received a thorough response. But clearly, there is a lot there to learn. For instance, inside that 1023, it says that the payment to Joe Biden of $5 million was paid through a series of bank accounts that the Burisma CEO said would take 10 years to figure out. Second, the 1023 also makes reference to the big guy. That, of course, is a name that is referenced in other Hunter Biden deals in places like China and Romania. And, of course, who got a 10% cut of those deals. In other words, it's one more piece of evidence from yet another source that Joe Biden is the big guy. So it is reasonable to then ask the FBI and the Department of Justice precisely what they did or did not do with that information. Because again, it was relayed by a credible source that to this day, the FBI is deeply concerned about protecting. For what it's worth, the White House is saying this morning that the allegation uh, you know, accused of yesterday has long been debunked and that, quote, it's clear that congressional Republicans are dead set on playing shameless, dishonest politics and refuse to let truth get in the way, end quote. So that is the latest, my friends, the facts and data related to this ongoing drama about the now public 1023. Obviously, it alleges Biden family corruption, and that is a big deal. And with that, let me now pivot to my analysis and opinion. So when I was a CIA officer, I handled a fair number of confidential sources and their information. And there is one thing that any good operations officer like me knows, and that is this. You have to vet and validate both your sources and their information. So what we know this morning is that to this day, the source of this information has been vetted and is in good standing. In fact, he is so important to the FBI that they are concerned that this 1023 release might compromise him. In other words, that part of the vetting, the calculation that goes into who this man is, we've settled that. The other half is vetting the information itself. But to that point, we don't know where things stand with that. It's unclear what the FBI did or didn't do, or the, the Department of Justice did or didn't investigate. And to be clear, the FBI and DOJ, they owe us that. And that's because this 1023, it's not just some inconsequential rumor or involving some irrelevant figure. It's about Joe Biden, the man sitting in the Oval Office running the nation. And he is currently sending billions of dollars to Ukraine the very country where he and his son have been allegedly benefiting. So that alone demands that we get more granular information about the vetting or the investigative process involved here. 
But I'll tell you, it goes beyond that. And that's because if we remember, during this era, when the FBI got these pieces of information, again, from 2015 to 2020, we now know that the FBI was engaged in a deeply partisan and illegal activity. In fact, that was documented by special counsel John Durham back in May. He found that the FBI at that time had engaged in, quote, a lack of strict fidelity to the law, end quote, all related, of course, to the prosecution of then-President Donald Trump. Meanwhile, an earlier report by the Department of Justice's Inspector General found that then-FBI Director James Comey, who was director when these FBI corruption reports first started trickling in, well, Comey had engaged in dangerous activity, the the, uh, Inspector General said, by targeting Mr. Trump with an investigation that lacked predicate, In other words, to damage Trump politically without any reason to actually start the investigation in the first place. In fact, at the same time as this FBI informant was talking about Joe Biden and corruption related to it, Director Comey said that he was going to support Joe Biden for the presidency and still does. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes, we need answers about what precisely the FBI and the Department of Justice did with this 1023 allegation of Biden family corruption. And look, if if everything is on the up and up, then great. It'll help reestablish the trust and faith in the FBI and the Department of Justice. But if they continue to refuse to explain themselves, as they have so far, then what I think that we can fairly say is that something is very rotten in not only our Department of Justice, but almost assuredly in the Oval Office as well. With that, let's take our first break of the morning. Enjoy the following messages from our sponsoring partners, remembering that if you don't hear my voice telling you about a product or a service, then I do not endorse it. We'll be right back. Folks, it's Brian here proudly telling you about ArcSeedKits.com. Yeah, it's the farm that offers you heirloom seeds for both food security and good health. By now, you know that Arc Seed Kits come from a family farm based in northern Michigan. They've got their best seller, an all-in-one seed kit that gives you, my goodness, fruits, vegetables, even medicinal herbs. But they also have a smaller, more personalized offering, too. It's a seed kit with just those traditional medicines, and it's called the Build Your Own Kit. And it is super easy, very affordable, and I want to tell you how it works. First, you go to ArcSeedKits.com. Then you click on the Shop Now button and choose Build Your Own Kit. Then you select the option that best fits you and your budget. And boy, oh boy, do you have options. 16 different varieties of medicinal herbs to choose from with data that show that you can treat things like stomach aches and inflammation, topical pain, even sleeplessness. And here's the best part. Your Build Your Own Heirloom Seeds can be grown and harvested and replanted year after year. Folks, that is medicine that you can count on. And by the way, if you've never grown medicinal herbs, do not worry. Call Arc Seed Kits when you order and ask them any questions you have from what to choose to how to grow it. The owner of Arc Seed Kits, she is going to pick up your call and step you all the way through it. Now that is customer service. So folks, do yourself a favor and buy good food and good health from ArcSeedKits.com. That's Arc like Noah's Arc, Arc Seed Kits. As always, enter right as the promo code, that's W-R-I-G-H-T, and you will get 10% off your order. 
So folks, go to arcseedkits.com, get your build your own medical kit, and I promise you, you won't regret it. Welcome back to The Right Report. Let's continue with our briefs this morning with an update on two important topics that have been of great focus here on The Right Report. The first is our ongoing look at illegal migration into the United States, which as listeners know, the data show upwards of 22 million people have come unlawfully into this country over the past number of decades. And then over the past two years, cities all around the United States have been further inundated by illegal migration. In fact, over two million illegal migrants have poured in in just the past couple years. And one city that has been especially hit hard is New York City. To refresh our memories on that, city officials in Manhattan have said that the total cost to house and otherwise care for the 50 to 100,000 illegal migrants is going to cost New Yorkers $4.3 billion by next summer. That at least is according to the New York Times. Well, on Wednesday, the mayor, Eric Adams, announced a new effort to stop the flow of illegal migrants and stem those costs. He said that he's going to be sending staff to the border of the U.S. and Mexico and start handing out flyers. And on those paper flyers will be this message. Do not come to New York City. According to Reuters News Service, the flyer will deliver three key warnings in both Spanish and English, including the following. First, that housing in New York is, quote, very expensive, end quote. Second, the cost of food and transportation and other necessities, quote, are the highest in the United States, end quote. Third, they will say to the migrants that there is no guarantee that the city will be able to provide shelter and services. And so the flyer will end with these words, quote, please consider another city as you make your decision about where to settle in the United States, end quote. Well, Mayor Adams also announced earlier this week that current adult migrants in the New York uh, shelter system, they're going to have to reapply for housing every 60 days in order to make room for new arrivals, especially those folks with families. Or as one city official put it, quote, our compassion is infinite, but our space is not, end quote. Well, reaction to these decisions, both the flyers and making people apply every 60 days, migrant activists were not happy about any of it. The ACLU said that the mayor's efforts were cruel, unlawful. Meanwhile, a political competitor, uh, someone named Brad uh, Lander, the city com uh, comptroller, he said that the effort by this mayor undermines, quote, the defining role of New York as a beacon of promise inscribed at the base of the Statue of Liberty, end quote. But folks, the reason that I bring you this story this morning is that something is very strange, specifically about the need to take these flyers down to the U.S.-Mexico border. And that's because recent headlines and statements by the Biden administration have made clear that actually the border is secure. In fact, the White House issued a statement on Tuesday celebrating the fact that illegal border crossings were down to a two-year low. About 100,000 illegals were apprehended last month, which is down from 200,000 just a couple of months ago. So if the border is then secure, why would New York City need to hand out these flyers? Well, to answer that question, let me pivot away from facts and data to answer it with obviously my analysis and opinion. Although, as ever, I'm still going to give you some data to support my arguments. And actually, let, let's start with that. From the year 2010 to 2020, the U.S. experienced, on average, about 400,000 illegals apprehended in any given year. But now we experience that in just four months. 
In other words, this crisis might not be as horrific as it was over the past couple of years, but historically, what we are experiencing right now, the numbers we have right now, still absolutely awful. And those massive numbers of migrants are still going to go to places and states that they have gone before, specifically and namely California, Texas, Florida, and New York. Second, the rosy figures that are being released by the Biden White House are frankly not as rosy as they would like for you to believe. Here's why. The former secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Chad Wolf, noted in a recent article that if you include all the categories of illegal migrants uh, allowed in recently, whether they be apprehended or paroled or the gotaways, well, you add all those up and we are seeing around 295,000 illegals each month. That is not the 100,000 that the Biden folks and his administration are claiming. In other words, there's some cooking of the books, if you will, some slicing of the numbers to get to the talking point that is desired. But here's the problem with that. The talking points of low migration numbers, they're not accurate, nor are they helpful when you're a city that is dealing with the actual high numbers like New York City. And that is why, ladies and gentlemen, that the mayor of New York City is sending staff and flyers down to the border this week to tell those prospective illegals, please do not come. So that is the reality. That is the truth on our southern border this morning. It's not good. It's actually quite bad. And the flyers make that pretty darn clear. Finally, this morning, an update on the AI revolution. That's our focus on how computer scientists around the world are working on programming that is just as smart, if not smarter, than the human mind. Well, so far in our series, we've talked about things like deep fakes and uh, farm robots and the shocking amount of energy that AI requires to operate. Well, today I've got something that will probably sound like it could have come out of a movie. In fact, some of you might be thinking about one called the Minority Report as we discuss this, but it's not a movie. It's actually happening. The government of Japan announced this week that police there will start testing a new camera system that is infused with AI that will help stop crimes before they ever happen. Then it'll lead them to arrest those prospective criminals. So here's what we know. Japan's National Police Agency said that they're going to test a system in Tokyo at some point this year and that it'll look for three things. First, the AI cameras will watch for something called behavior detection, and that's behaviors that correspond to what the AI believes to be suspicious activities, such as looking around in a repetitious or nervous fashion. Second, these cameras will be looking for object detection for things like, say, a gun or other kinds of weaponry. And finally, the AI cameras will look for something called intrusion detection. That means they'll be trying to find people who are going into areas where they shouldn't be, the restricted areas. And then AI will put all those three things together, helping Japanese police to stop crimes before they ever happen. Now, here's something that I think is interesting. The Japanese police will not turn on the facial recognition capabilities of these cameras, at least not yet. But if they want, they can. And if they do, the AI systems will look for things like rapid eye movement that the AI thinks that is, well, indicating a guilty mind. Well, as you would imagine, this has caused some amount of debate in Japan, but defenders of the policy say it's a good use of the technology and safeguards are in place to prevent abuse. Plus, they say, these AI-infused cameras are being widely used throughout the world, too, 
including in places like Europe, Asia, and the United States. So local press didn't give me details about that part in terms of the United States, but I think I know of at least one case in the United States where they might be referring to this AI-infused camera stuff. So back in March of 2022, a man named David Zayas was pulled over by Westchester County Police in New York. So he wasn't speeding. No crime was being committed while he was driving. Instead, his car was identified by AI-infused cameras as being a likely drug mule. And that's because he was using a, a similar route to other known drug dealers who were moving cocaine from Massachusetts to New York. Plus, the cameras found that he was only staying in areas that were usually used by drug dealers and staying for only short periods of time. In other words, he fit the pattern of criminality. So Westchester police pulled him over, searched his car, and they found 112 grams of crack cocaine, a pistol, and $34,000 in cash. Well, this fellow pleaded guilty to a drug trafficking charge just this past spring. Now, that is not exactly arresting someone on a future crime. He was already engaged in one. But the point is that AI allowed cameras to build a massive amount of information to understand human patterns, to predict what someone might look like or how they behave while committing a crime. So those are the facts and data related to this very interesting AI news. Let me now pivot to briefly my analysis and opinion. As a former Intel officer, I find this very interesting and frankly, pretty troubling, at least for my old profession of spycraft. So for instance, let me work through a scenario with you. Let's say that I am on the verge of going out to meet with one of my assets, one of my agents. And for whatever reason, AI cameras can figure out what I tend to do or how I tend to react, my body language in the days or hours leading up to those meetings with those agents. Because if that were to be possible, and it appears increasingly likely that these cameras can do that, well, one of two things will occur. Either as I'm sitting down with my agent, suddenly a door would be kicked in and that other individual and I would both be arrested. Or second, after the meeting were over and I leave, my agent, my asset could be arrested. And then they would start feeding that individual fake information. I would never know it, which of course would be very bad because I would take that information and send it back to headquarters, who in turn would send it to the president and their staff. But putting spycraft aside, just as an average citizen, this kind of power makes me very nervous, right? Arresting people based on the likelihood of a future crime. Well, that certainly comes with some degree of promise, I suppose. Say, stopping somebody who's a drug dealer or will likely be a drug dealer. But as our imaginations and frankly the movies tell us, that kind of power also comes with some pretty scary possibilities too for life and for constitutional liberties. With that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude this morning's episode of The Right Report. But before I let you go for the weekend, one personal update and request. No ad break this morning, but this actually has to do with ads. For the past couple of months, you've probably noticed that I haven't filled these ad breaks with many ads. And that's nice in some ways for most of us, but it's also pretty awful because, uh, well, somebody's gotta pay my light bill. The reason, frankly, that y'all are not hearing many ads is that uh, not many companies have passed muster for me, right? I'm not going to sell something that I don't use or I don't believe in. And so that is why I am so thrilled when I do find folks that I like, like Arc Seed Kits. 
They are such a great family right out of Michigan. They got a great product. And I'll tell you, having worked with them now for a couple months, absolutely awesome hearts. So as ever, do give them a look because I, I'll tell you, you're not going to regret it. But look, I've got some more good news to tell you about on the ad front. Over the next three weeks or so, I think you're going to notice a few more companies start to drop into those ad slots. So your ad-free experience will be interrupted in pretty short order. But not to fear. I'm working on a pretty cool option. Starting in early September, I'll be offering a new subscription service, which will not only have ad-free podcasts, but also offer transcripts of each day's report with all the sources that I use. Plus, once or twice a month, I'm going to do something called an Ask Me Anything. And we can all hang out virtually together and interact live. And, well, y'all can ask me whatever you want. So I'll keep you posted on that. I think it's going to be a great way to keep us all connected. And frankly, you got to keep those lights on. The uh, subscription service will run about $5 a month. And that, my friends, ends this week's episodes of The Right Report. As always, I will see you on Monday, God willing. Until then, I leave you with the creed of every good spy and every wise American. They're the words from the Gospel of John, chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Good day. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.